You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. Real estate has been an attractive investment option for Indians since time immemorial. However, it is not an investment class which is suited to investors of all age groups. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, we will discuss whether committing to a huge inflexible investment of real estate makes sense for a young earner early in her career. Hi, I am Shipra from Mint Money and we have with us Priya Sundar of Peak Alpha. Hi Priya, thanks for joining us. My name is Priya Sundar. I'm the director and co-founder of Peak Alpha Investments, a wealth management company based in Bangalore. Priya, let me begin by asking you how is real estate as an investment option for a young earner? And here we will assume that the investor will take a home loan. I typically do not recommend real estate investments for people who have just started to earn an income. When people take on a home loan, they are expecting to pay down the home loan over a period of time based on a future income stream when you've just started earning income is low and it's also uncertain unlike the previous generation where one could typically start one's career in an organization and most likely retire from the same company in today's job environment employment is not guaranteed and there can also be periods where someone can be between jobs where they don't earn an income at all hence with an uncertain and unstable job environment I wouldn't advise being burdened with a liability so early in one's career. Also, liquidity is a big issue. With a home loan, you're committing to paying an EMI every month, whether you have a job or not. Else, you're going to get hounded by collection agents, and that's not a very pleasant experience. And if you're between jobs, you have to make sure you have enough of a contingency fund built up to sustain your EMIs in months where you don't perhaps are between jobs or you don't have a job. Now the temptation to invest in real estate is high, and I get that. We have all been conditioned for years to believe that it's important to have a roof over our heads, and it gives us, you know, a great sense of security and comfort. And in the current interest rate environment, home loans are also very cheap, and there are tax benefits associated with availing a home loan. But on the flip side, cheap loans can give you an exaggerated sense of your purchasing power and tempt you into taking a much higher loan than you can when you, than you're comfortable with. but the higher your borrowing higher is also your commitment to pay every month so when you look at a young investor's overall portfolio someone who is invested in real estate we often find that nearly 80 to 90% of the assets are tied to this investment leaving them very overexposed to this one particular asset class which comes with its own vagaries and the volatilities that that are associated with it and not to mention that real estate is of is a very highly leveraged now leverages work when the value of the asset appreciates but it can also put you in a soup and when we talk about tax benefits the tax benefits are limited to rupees you know 2 lakhs of interest payments but when you take a hub a loan that runs into several lakhs or a few crores your interest outflow is going to be much more so you know that interest outflow is a straight cost to you so i would say that Don't have more than 60% of your overall assets tied to real estate and don't have more than 30 to 35% of your monthly income 
diverted towards EMIs. A large outflow towards EMIs leaves you with little money to fund other you know, major goals in your life, such as retirement, children's education, or even emergency plans. But if you're investing for diversification and you want to have real estate in your portfolio, there are other means of doing so as well. You can invest in fractional ownership or REITs or other investment products where the underlying assets are tied to real estate or related industries. But you don't have to go and buy a property you know, worth several lakhs of crores to have that exposure to real estate in your portfolio. Another reason for young earners to get attracted to real estate is rental income. So what is your view on that? In order to recognize the viability and the attractiveness, attractiveness of rental income, it's important to understand the dynamics of the real estate market first. Now, there are three constituents who participate on the demand side of the real estate market. The first is those who buy property because they need a place to live. And this group is the most authentic and natural market for real estate. The second is those who buy property to rent. Now, such people want to diversify their investments among the other different asset classes they have. And they're also hoping for an appreciation of this investment and to derive a monthly income through rent. Now, the third constituent comprises of people who have surplus cash that they can't fully account for. Deploying this money in financial assets will leave behind a money trail. Hence, historically, this money has found its way into real estate and commodities. Now, as a result of this, the demand and supply economics does not play out properly. The demand for real estate goes up as a result of this parallel economy coming in, but the supply is not able to match this demand. And this is one of the main reasons why property prices are inflated. And it makes it very difficult to gauge the actual value of the property, of any property. Now, in most parts of the world, this buy-to-let is a significant part of the overall property market because of its healthy returns. Now, this is because the rental income is high enough to fund mortgage and other property-related costs and still generate a positive cash flow every month. So, in a situation like this, even if a property did not appreciate much in the long term, it's still okay because it has generated a fairly good cash flow for you in the time that you've held on to it. Now, unlike the rest of the world, where the difference between the cost of borrowing and what you receive as income is not so stark. In India, this gap is very wide. Now, it's unusual in any part of the world that one would borrow at about 78% and willingly accept a yield of 2-3% to on an asset where capital is marginal or even non-existent. But people tend to ignore the frictional costs also associated with real estate. So there's property tax, there's maintenance, there's some building sinking fund. There can be some ones where the property can be vacant without any rental income. And rents can also fall as we've seen in the last year and a half. Now, such a situation does not make real estate very viable for a property owner who wants to let out his property. But it is a very viable proposition for a tenant. In effect, a tenant can live in a one-crore property by paying 20,000 monthly rent, or which is relatively cheap compared to the cost of the property. Now, this match, this, this match is defensible when you know that you can sell the property in the future for a gain. So you're willing to write off the low yield in the interim. But when capital appreciation in the future is not certain, then the story doesn't play out that well. Because in real estate, the liquidity is, liquidity is also a big issue. You can't just sell off one bedroom or one kitchen. You need to sell the whole house and you have to find the right buyer who is willing to pay the right price for it. And if people sniff a distressed sale, they will beat you down in the sale price. And in many instances, you may be forced to sell at lesser than cost also. 
so you know this attractiveness towards real estate for uh, generating a rental income is not a story that plays out very well at least in our country in our interactions with young earners we've often heard force saving through mis while you also get to build an asset as one of the reasons you know for young people to buy real estate what is your view on this line of thought there's no doubt that it's important to start a savings habit as and there are many options to save and invest rather than forcing yourself to save with emis you can force yourself to save with other options such as sips and just like an emi an sip takes out a certain amount from your bank account every month and that pool of money grows to create an asset and it can remain as a financial asset and provide you liquidity during times of need it can also be used to build and fund a real estate property in the future provided you have other liquid assets uh, in your portfolio to meet your other you know short and long term goals now people have a common misconception that once they identify a property that they want to buy and they believe that they are getting a fairly good price for it they believe they cannot defer that purchase into the future for fear that that property may become unaffordable in the future and this very misconception you know clouds their judgment forcing them to buy a property today which could well have been bought into the future when their financial situation is a lot better and stable so with the t- tightening around regulation and compliance the cash component of real estate market has shrunk resulting in you know a dwindling demand so when the market starts to shrink there will be pricing pressure and real estate will become far more affordable into the, into the future also just like property the value of your financial assets also grows it's not like you know it's it's static so whether you want to invest in equity or you want to invest in debt markets this is also growing and very often the growth in these assets uh is higher than that of property and it will enable you to buy a far better property into the future rather than the one that you're planning to buy today so i do believe that renting a property gives you the greatest flexibility in terms of you know any job changes or geographical changes that you may have related to your job it allows you to settle down in your career stabilize your income stream and you know give you the ability to rent a property till then and when you've already stabilized in your job and uh, you know you decided where you want to settle down at that point you should go buy yourself a real estate but i won't advise that you be trapped with an asset early on in your career that you can't liquidate at the time of need not to mention the large liability that comes along with it in the form of a home loan so my advice would be to keep your assets as liquid as possible i do believe that the best real estate is the house that you live in because you enjoy its benefits every day and particularly during the last year and a half all of us have spent so much time at home we've realized how important it is to have a home that we really enjoy living in but don't make that decision in haste you can constantly upgrade your house and you can sell your current house and buy a better house you know every few years but if you're talking about real estate as an investment you must also have a sizable quantum of other liquid assets that you can sell quickly without resorting to any sort of a distressed property sale so that is what i would say in terms of you know young owners getting into uh, a liability or a loan very early into their careers refrain from doing that this the rest of your life that is there to buy a property you can definitely defer this decision by a few years Thanks for listening in. We're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of Min for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. 
And if you want to connect over email, write in to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Until next time, it's bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.